0: Welcome to the Community of Broken Spirit Podcast. We are a group of people who unwittingly became a community when we found ourselves together in a business. Through years of meeting and working together, we, from different church backgrounds, discovered just what it takes to love one another, once and all. As God empowered us to comprehend His incredible love, we found ourselves more and more distant from the institutional church, finding is somewhat consumed, preoccupied, and quite removed from the lives we live. It was not exactly a healthy place to be in for us and for our families. We return to his simple gospel, to know God, to be loved, and to love one another. Perhaps this place may inspire some That us before, who inadvertently found themselves without a life or church, to desire after Him again. Each season, we will be sharing stories of our members, sharing the raw, unedited journey of how we came to find Christ and what our lives look like today. We hope by sharing our stories, we can inspire others to avoid the mistakes we made and encourage each other to keep going hi there today's content is the beginning of the fourth season of our podcast it's a story about sarah tay the founder of the broken spirit community and how god called her and her family to start the community of broken spirit there are eight episodes of sarah's story this season the whole story is about how she went through life marriage and now grandchildren we will also hear all about it from her own journal written throughout in the last 10 years in the first episode sarah shares with us how she was promoted to live the comfortable church life and learn how to have a happy spirit-filled and empowered life with the lord jesus outside of church beyond church walls Now, let's listen to Sarah's story. COPS, C-O-P-S, represents the
1: community of broken spirits. It's about community. My encounter with God more than 40 years ago and my subsequent life and death experience humbled me and plunged me into a journey of seeking God, discovering what He's like, and to know Him personally. I soon also became actively involved in church and in the Christian world. But about 25 years after that, I found myself strangely out of the church institution to be just walking with God once again. I discovered I was not alone. There were many others like me still holding on to that spark for God, broken, baffled, and somewhat bewildered maybe, who were delighted to discover once again An exciting, a deliriously happy, spirit-filled, and empowered life with the Lord Jesus, outside of church, beyond church walls. Through the last 10 years and more, God let us experience his church in a different way and taught us what it truly is since the beginning, from the temple to the church in the early days. And remarkably, we discovered we have come full circle, broken and bent by God, to what it was in the beginning, a mobile temple where God visits without pageantry of love in our little community of broken spirits, just us and God. Yes, it is all about community. Some people I got to know in my business decided to meet with me regularly to learn more about God in my normal, quiet Christian life. We came from different churches, different backgrounds, and from different countries. Without realizing it, we became a community. The Holy Spirit empowers us to love one another and delights us with the signs, visions, stories, and truths. I'm a blessing to them, and they are a blessing to me. I learn from them as they learn from me. Before we know it, we are transformed. Bit by bit, we break out of old mindsets and attitudes and find ourselves becoming more and more like Christ, and more hungry for God. Like a family, deep, not wide. The Bible says we are part of God's family now. Because the community is like a family, it is naturally small and therefore more manageable. Relationships run deep and we are able to care for one another in greater depth and over a lifetime. Because that's what families do. Well, at least I can speak that for our Asian culture. But like in any family, we COPS members have tasted our fair share of ups and downs. Still, through it, we have grown to learn what it takes to truly love one another. We still get hurt, and we hurt. At times, we have to challenge foolishness, expose lies, correct wrong attitudes or behavior, but it's never taken personally. Fundamentally, we know how much we truly care for one another. And I always explain that to the members. It is much harder and a lot more unpleasant for anyone to confront issues and a lot easier to overlook and gloss over wrongdoing with Christian niceness. Only the people who truly care about you will do that. So appreciate and cherish that. I certainly do. Furthermore, they know that I do not waste precious time and energy on politics or games, as I really have better things to do. Slowly but surely, we learn, grow, and appreciate how wonderful it is to be in God's household, which is our most important community outside of our biological family. We also rejoice in those who have left our community, because they have experienced what it's like to be so loved, and we earnestly hope they go out to find their destiny in Christ. Every time when we get together again, it's always a time of great rejoicing. We keep corps small and duplicable, so that when it gets too big to manage, and when the Lord indicates it is time, some of us will go out to start a new community in another place. We choose to be happy. My first mentor Boon shared this with me many years ago. Joy is not the same as happiness. Happiness is dependent on the circumstances one is in, but joy is something we feel, even if everything around us has nothing for us to be happy about. Since then, it has been my motto and that of our COPS community. We choose to be happy. Especially when God sends us on a mission overseas, many things will go wrong. Flight bookings mysteriously did not get booked. Hotels ran out of food for dinner, can you imagine that? People lose their passports or some go missing or get sick or, you know, get injured, etc. But with this reminder from the Holy Spirit, we overcome all that the enemy throws at us without fail with singing and rejoicing. In fact, the worse it gets, the harder we sing, the harder we rejoice. God never fails to show up when we choose to rejoice in Him and in one another. He does His magic and turns everything around, usually into something even more wonderful, and we laugh and rejoice even more. Because of the community, we find ourselves always joyful in the Lord, who is with us and even more so when things get rough and challenges surmount. Isolation, self-indulgence, and the pursuit of knowledge may provide some respite from our troubles and a degree of happiness. But it's never that same fulfilling and lasting joy. I have tried that. It led to the abyss of spiritual boredom, numbness, and death of the soul. The writings of King Solomon attest to it too. This entire segment about the community is found in our website communityofbrokenspirit.org. It was written and completed over a period of three and a half years from December 2015. Today, in November 2021, in the face of yet another wave of the COVID-19 pandemic, we found this motto, or better cry, we choose to be happy, to be a blessing and a real necessity. For the good book says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And don't we all need it in such a time, his strength? And the recipe for that, it is simply to choose to be happy, to be joyful in all circumstances. And why and how can we do that? Because we know how much God loves us, and nothing shall get in the way of our love for him. Next, I asked the Lord, what about church? Church. This is a segment I found very hard to write and I tried to sidestep. Much of it in what I thought was the completed manuscript in December 2016. The Lord showed me that I've held back and made it rather murky by not going straight to the point about what he has let me experience and learn about church through my almost 40 years as a Christian. In his usual fashion, he did not let me off that easily. So much personal warfare and afflictions happen during this process. Thank you, Lord, for your patience with me. One of the corps members, YY, sent me a word to rest for 15 days in April 2017. On one morning during that period of rest, the Lord told me to rewrite this segment and finish it as candidly as he led me to. I realized that this was the source of all the warfare going on. I need to overcome all reservations and not hold back what the Lord is showing me. Starting from the late morning of May second, two 2017, I wrote into the night, completing my first draft at 2.30am. The words flowed from my spirit to my keyboard easily after so many months of struggle. I was so relieved to be able to finally discard all the scraps of paper I had scribbled on regarding this entire section. On May 5th, it was finished, after working on it for three long nights in a row. To me, this is nothing short of miraculous, as I was suffering from severe neck problems then. For weeks, I could not sit up or work on my computer for more than an hour without feeling stiff or extremely tired. Now, after three gruelling days... I was surprised to find myself completely free from pain or discomfort. It has been a long time since my neck and shoulders felt this good. Our quest for a church to go to. My husband and I have searched for a church to go to for some years after the Lord led us out of our last church. I would ask the Holy Spirit whenever we visited one, sometimes with very high hopes, but I simply could not get his approval to settle down in any of them. I was getting desperate. Side note, two years ago, actually, we were led to a small church that has just started that our daughters told us about. We thought we finally could plant our roots together with them there, but sadly, it was not to be again. The church closed down during the pandemic. A few times I lamented to the Lord about this, and He always replies with this familiar verse Foxes have holes. And I know immediately, with a smile in my heart, the verse in Matthew chapter 8, verse 20 Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And then I will quit complaining and feel comforted that Jesus understands exactly what I'm going through. I know I just have to trust Him in this extended period of aloneness and separation from the church. This is perhaps another circle of brokenness for me, breaking off dependence or addiction to the cosy, comfortable world of church life. The Lord then took me on a history lesson, starting from the origins of the temple, to the present-day temple, the church, which I'll continue in the next episode. You can find the writings for this on our website,
0: communityofbrokenspirits.org. How did you like the episode? We hope you enjoyed it. Next week's episode, Sarah will dive into the many types of churches that have existed over years from the Tabernacles to the King Solomon's temple to the churches we know today and what God's vision for the modern church is. Also, if you have enjoyed our podcast, would you please do us a favor? Leave a review at Apple Podcast. In this way, more people can find this podcast because this work is really labels of love and so God's message can go wider and further. We will see you in the next episode hi there if you found that this episode resonates with you or if you would like to share your story please drop a review at apple podcast it will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content of this podcast by doing so you will also help more people find this podcast if you are interested we also have a blog at communityofbrokenspirit.org again is a community of BrokenSpirit.org where we post twice a week stories and parts of our members' journals from past and present years. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter.